Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Grunge Spiro, the New Jersey-based spearfishing podcast where, just like the waters of the Northeast, we're down and dirty and ready to kill you with all things spearfishing. And now, your host, Big Tom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm your host, Big Tom, and this is The Grunge Spiro. First off, just like to thank you for coming out and listening as always, and I must apologize I've had a crazy month. I, in case you didn't know, I'm an architectural draftsman, so I took on a lot of freelance work, and my band had another big show to finish off the summer, so all good stuff, just quite hectic and time-consuming. And bear with me, my AC went in the middle of this god-awful heat wave in the Northeast, so we're getting through it. Now, before we dive into the episode, pun intended as always, just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for listening. We're getting new viewers every episode. We're trending so well on all the podcast platforms. It's great. I'd also love to give a shout out to Consider the Lobster on iTunes. He gave us our first five-star review. Shoot me a message and uh, I'll hook you up with some swag as soon as I get it in. With all that said, guys, once again, please find us on social media. Facebook, YouTube, The Grunge Spiro, Instagram, at The Grunge Spiro. And feel free to shoot me a message at thegrungespiro at gmail.com. You know, in case you have stories or pictures you want me to share with the web. So go do that. And once again, thank you guys for listening. Let's hop into it. Now, as I mentioned, the past few weeks have been crazy for me. I've still been getting out to fish, but I've been worn out and just playing a constant game of catch up. And I originally intended and even recorded half an episode about stories from this time of year, you know, navigating the algae bloom, bad viz, and whatnot. But the past few weeks, I've seen and heard a lot of stuff that's concerned me. So we're doing the 180, and listen, I'm not your daddy, but we have to talk about fishing etiquette, because there's a lot of assholes out there. So without further ado... Episode 3 of the Grunge Spiro, Fishing Etiquette. First off, firearm safety. Now, a few weeks ago, I was out diving, and there were some guys out there. Some that I know have been doing this a long time, and some that were newer. And honestly, I couldn't tell the difference when it came to this, because there were guys with their muzzle out of the water, their Dyneema snapped on their second band, so while they were tying off that band, they still had another band loaded, things coming out of the water pointing at me. It, it, it was a mess. It was unsafe. So even though we don't have a gun in the traditional, a firearm in the traditional sense, you know, there's combustion that shoots a projectile, we still have to practice firearm safety. We have an object that shoots another object that's intended to kill something. So that's not a good mix. You have to be vigilant. If you go online and you type in firearm safety, the first link that comes up is the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and it's 10 rules of safe gun handling. Now, I'm just going to read a couple of them real quick here. Stay with me. First off, always keep the muzzle pointed in a safe direction. Two, firearms should be unloaded when not in actual use. Three, don't rely on your gun safety. Four, be sure of your target and what's beyond it. So, since it's 2023 and we have to explain everything not to do, 
hashtag Tide Pod Challenge, let's apply this directly to spearfishing. First off, never point that gun at anything you do not intend to kill. Simple enough. Where I see this falter is a lot of guys unintentionally, well, they'll have their camera mounted onto their gun and they'll be like, oh, my buddy's doing something really cool. Let me get him on film. That's a no-no. Unless you're able to, like me, quick release your camera off so it's a detached from the gun, don't even try to do stuff like that. Don't point the gun at anything you don't intend to kill. Which actually brings up another point. Don't keep your finger in the trigger guard or anywhere near the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Keep your pointer finger outside, straight, parallel with the barrel of the gun until you're ready to shoot. Next up, I really want to stress, never have a spear gun loaded out of the water. You think it's got kick below the surface? Take away water resistance, it's way worse. You're tied to something, it could kick back, it can hurt somebody else, don't do it. I know a lot of guys may get antsy and be like, oh man, there's a blitz, let me load up now and dive in. Don't do it, it's not worth it. Now what you may not think of is, while you're in the water, so not too long ago, I was out with a couple guys and experienced, you know, knew what they were doing. And I don't think anything was intentional, but they just didn't have that muscle memory of keep things out of the way of other people, you know? So I'm floating in the water and I turn around, buddy surfaces, and there's a gun sticking right at me. The bolt, the tip, the tip of the spear is out right in my direction. I almost shit myself, you know, which isn't necessarily not normal for me, but, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of the guys. I don't want to shit myself in front of the guys. Um, but anyway, in all seriousness, that's such a bad thing, you know. Please, please keep the gun under the water and keep it pointed in a safe direction. Yeah, yeah, but... You know, to f okay, to finish up firearm safety, and once again, top point to be made here, know what's beyond your shot. This is, especially with the water that we dive in, you have to be careful. Know who's in the water, know where you're at as best as you can, and be sure of your shot. Now, I'll take a hit for this one. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was out um, diving some structure. I was with a couple buddies. And uh, visibility was, was great. All of a sudden, a boat comes up, ties off. There's one freediver in the water, also spearfishing, wave, you know, and everybody's staying away from each other. So my guys are over there, the other dude's there, I'm over here, you know, respecting the boundaries. Now I dive down, I'm about 30, 35 feet. I see this beautiful striped bass come out from my nine o'clock. And as I'm lining up for the shot, I shoot, and as I pull that trigger, probably at about four o'clock out of my peripheral, I see a tank diver just slowly cruise in. Now, I was nowhere near him. My, my spear was nowhere near him, um, but it still was enough of a jolt to me to be like, oh man, I would have never taken that shot if I knew he was there. Actually, a real nice guy. We later were chatting, and he's like, oh, I had no clue. <laughs> but um, still, there's so many guys I've talked to who've had others just, especially in blitzes, you know, there's tons of bass going around, there's tons of bluefish, whatever it may be, you know, the water gets crazy. Guys just start shooting. 
the theme of today is it's not worth it. It's not worth getting shot in the ass or anywhere else for that matter. So be sure of what's beyond and know who's in the water with you. All right, moving away from firearm safety, I want to talk about dive buddies, you know, basic dive buddy etiquette. First off, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention technically a dive buddy is not just some jackass that's in the water with you. He's watching you as you descend. He's watching the area. He's watching you ascend. And he's waiting to make sure that after you surface, you're okay and there's no possibility of a blackout at that point. Then when he goes down, it's reciprocated. Now, as my old studio professor in architecture used to say, Unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, we live in a real world, and we have to account for that. So, that being said, having somebody in the water with you is better than having nobody in the water. Just make sure you keep an eye on each other. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and the reality of it is, around here, the jetties, the beaches, the bridges, you know, there's not a lot for people to dive, so there's a lot of congestion. There's going to be multiple people under the water at once, even your dive buddy. Practice one up, one down as much as you can. If your buddy goes down on your turn, let him have it. But, you know, dive separate parts of the reefs, but keep an eye on each other. I just can't stress enough to give people their space, especially your dive buddy. When you're in the water, if you're comfortable enough at a spot, go to that other end of the reef. If that's how it is, just keep an eye on each other once again. You know, I actually have a funny story. Um, that's relevant for this, and I guess not really funny, but a few months ago, uh, beginning of the summer, a buddy of mine were diving this bridge somewhere between Cape May and Sandy Hook, a spot we've done a few times, very comfortable at, and uh, he was at his end, I was at my end. I was in about 10 feet of water. Now, I'm really big with lures underwater. I do not recommend it. It's, it's dangerous, something could happen, so I do not recommend grabbing lures, but in the right situations, I am a fan of, you know, getting them. So anyway, my buddy's over there, I'm over here, and I, uh, I dropped my gun, it was a few feet away from the lure, and, you know, to mark it. So I go back up, get my breath, I pull out my knife, and I go down and start chiseling away where the hook is at the, you know, conduit or wherever the hell it's stuck at on the bottom. And I'm holding with the other hand, you know, at the hook, but water shook up and I ended up hooking myself, you know, bam, hook goes right through my thick rubber gloves, through my pointer finger and back out. Now, I don't panic in situations. That's, that's not really me. Um, this was definitely one of my closer calls. I was under the water for about a minute and a half. Um... And I'm usually like a minute guy, so it was a little more, but, you know, I was fine underwater. But what gets me was I didn't have my gun and line reachable, you know. In hindsight, later, I was like, oh, my God, if I had that gun with me and I never dropped it, I could have, like, shaken that thing to kind of create a disturbance in the water. Maybe my buddy would see it. Luckily, my buddy was making his way over. Now, I get I get unhooked, you know, like I said, I'm Boy Scout, be prepared, cool and, you know, cool heads prevail. So I get unhooked and I'm at the top and uh, I see my dive button. He's like, Tom, you're under there a little long. I was coming over for you. 
And I told him, I said, yeah, I got hooked. I said, let me go out and check it. But, you know, the point being, my dive buddy was there and he was present and he was vigilant. And I'm the same way with him. That's how you want it to be. Now, to wrap up dive buddy etiquette, this is my favorite one. Listen, I know this is going to be the hardest thing to probably follow in this episode, but when your buddy shoots a fish and he comes up and he goes, there's a school of them, do not put on your big boy pants and say, well, I'm going to go down and I'm going to get me one of those man boys. No, wait for your buddy to land that fish and to have his lineup, especially if it's a real, he may need help. He may need a knife or something, you know, just wait for him to land it or have a very good, you know, possession of it. You want to be safe. He wants to be safe. You don't want to go down, try to shoot some bass and come two inches away from hitting him in the ass, you know. Wait until he lands that fish or has a very good hold on it. All right, got a little more time. A few things I just want to kind of wrap up with. Next, boat etiquette. I have to be honest, when it comes to actual spearfishing, I've only gone out a handful of times. Um, I just haven't had access to boats. None of my buddies with boats spearfish, so it's like, eh. But, um, you know, I've been on enough rod and reel and all that, enough head boats, you know. I understand etiquette. First off, always offer to split gas. Typically, a captain will say, hey, we're doing this, just split it. But even if he doesn't, offer. Offer something. If he says no, offer again. Because, listen, I'm going to keep politics out of this, but gas has been skyrocketing. So, do the right thing. Offer something. Next, always, and I mean always, bring refreshments. Snacks, Coronas, zebra cakes. Oh, my God. You put zebra cakes in the ice, you know, in the cooler out there. You get out of the water and you take a break. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, you know, anybody that knows about my fitness journey knows that zebra cakes are my kryptonite. Anyway... Bring snacks, you know, hell, bring some Jack Daniels, you know, for when you get back to shore. As mentioned previously, but should be applied 100% here, one up, one down. Now, of course, captain rules, what's not, don't ever do anything that's unsafe. You always have a choice, but have somebody in the boat and then have somebody in the water. If you have multiple guys, one guy in the boat, one guy in the water, one guy diving. And then when he comes up, the other guy goes down and so forth, you know. Be safe. Practice that one-up, one-down technique. All right, next up, I want you to be mindful of the boat. I want you to start, you know, taking breathing classes and be one with the boat. No, 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 no. I want you to realize this is somebody else's property. Even if you're paying, they're taking you out. Don't bring excess gear. Don't bring backpacks full of stuff. Bring the minimum, you know your dive gear, your snacks and stuff. Don't go to excess. I also don't want you to bolt once you dock back in. I want you to help everybody get the gear off. I want you to hose down, tie up the boat, all that good stuff. Cool, now we're gonna wrap up boater etiquette with a little story. A few weeks ago, a buddy of mine, he's out on a boat trip, not spearfishing, he, he should have, he said, but uh, He goes out with a few guys, and they're out going for some of the fish, the tropical fish that come in from the Gulf Stream, you know, way offshore. So anyway, he's out. He tells me it's the coolest day. They're out there, nothing's happening, and he spots this awesome piece of structure in the water. Finally, they go on it. 
big bull mahi. Just none of these chickens that I've been seeing everybody come in. Big fucking bastards. Yeah. So anyway, it's a great time. He uh, he lost a couple. His buddies brought quite a few in. But it was a good day, you know. So he comes back. He's telling me about it. Well, fast forward. The next day, we're diving. And he's just not on point. I'm like, what's going on, man? What's bugging you? And he's like, dude, these guys didn't save me any fish. And... It's not entitlement, you know. On the land, you know, if we're, if we're, you know, on the beach and we're fishing or whatnot, you know, we're with jetties, you know, it's, it's every man for themselves. Still, we share fish, you know, when needed. But when you're on a boat and you're paying especially and there's a good haul, split that shit up. Don't be a dick, you know. We're all out here for fun because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You have a good day like that. There's way more fish for one or two people or whatever it is. Well, I'm never going to go on a boat with you again. You know, it's be mindful. We're in the water together. We're brothers in arms or whatever it may be. Share the fish. Share it. It ain't that much. All right, guys, we made it. We got another minute left. I just want to wrap it up with... Etiquette to the uninitiated. Spearfishing is such a fraction of the population, you know, even people who've been living at the shore their entire lives may have never seen or have an idea of the sport. You are always an ambassador, whether you want to or not. You represent all of the spearfishing community at all times. You don't have to be a rock star. I get it, but if people are talking to you, people are asking about it, just be as friendly as you can. You don't have to get into a conversation. Just represent yourself in the best way possible. I mean, listen, I am a rock star, so I'll talk all day about this shit. For the average person, you know, the average diver, just represent the sport well. Maybe somebody wants to get into it. I've seen a lot of that happen, you know? It's a great sport, you know? And even people who just don't understand it may show an interest. Let's try to be the best you can. Trust me, karma will come back to you. Now to finish up, this especially applies to rod and reel fishermen. If you're on a jetty or a beach and there's guys on lines, try to find another spot if you can, or another spot on that jetty or inlet or whatever. If you're in the water and a guy starts throwing lures and you want to get past him, Reel in your buoy, hold it, wait for his attention, just give the, you know, the path sign. And most of the time, guys will reel up, wait for you, they're more than respectful. If somebody gets into an altercation with you, be the nicest you can. Offer them a fish. I was hopping in one day and guy wasn't attending to his lines, you know, was at his car, nowhere to be found. And I hop in the water and I'm going around them. I get caught up in his line or something. Somebody else actually grabbed his line, doing this whole thing, and the guy comes over and he starts MFing me. You know, it is New Jersey, after all. We're only half a notch down under New York for attitude. I mean, unless you ask my ex-girlfriend, she's probably worse at it, but, you know, getting back, staying on point to finish this up. He comes up, he's irate, you know. Instead of me saying, you were nowhere to be found, this happened, you know, I just said, sorry, brother. Listen, if I get any fish, I'll toss some your way. And that calmed him down. Be that person. Just be the bigger man, woman, whatever. It'll come back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Grunge Spiro, and I'm your host, Big Tom. 
you for listening to The Grunge Spiro. You can find us on the internet on all social platforms at The Grunge Spiro wherever you get your podcasts.